Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. Hi, you guys. I just wanted to take a moment and talk about forgiveness, what it is and what it isn't, um, and how to address the southernisms that people say or the churchianity phrases people say like you just need to forgive and forget you just need to forgive and move on I want to unpack what forgiveness actually means and what it doesn't mean and how you can pursue healing with this biblical mandate um, I hope this resonates with you guys if you have any questions I will talk after the show forgiveness. I want to talk about this misused element of the gospel. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I want you to be set free. I want you to engage in your beloved identity of Jesus, and I want you to be healed. And at the end of the day, healing is part of your identity as a believer. So this this episode is packed with scripture. Um, it is one of my, it's going to be one of my longer episodes. It's okay if you need to take breaks. Um, and let me say this, it's okay if you disagree with me. What I'm not going to do is argue with you about this. So if you need to disagree or this doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. What's not okay is for us to argue about it. Um, so let's just unpack this, shall we? Okay, so forgiveness. Um We have all heard the phrases like, you just need to forgive them and move on, or they just need to, they just need to forgive this person and that will fix all their problems. Or if someone is experiencing trauma, that is not the absence of forgiveness. Or if someone uh, exercises a boundary, that is not the absence of forgiveness. Um forgiveness is not that. So I'm going to read some verses um, and explain to you why healing is important and how healing and forgiveness are two different things. Forgiveness is part of the healing process. It is not the healing process. Matthew 4:24. So his fame spread throughout all Syria and they brought him uh, and they brought him all the sick those afflicted with various diseases and pain, and those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. Matthew twelve fifteen, Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there, and many followed him, and he healed them all. But now, and Luke five fifteen, but now even more, the report about him went abroad, and great crowds gathered to hear him, and to be healed of their infirmaries. So healing is a biblical mandate. It is um, like we are called to minister healing to one another, and we are called to receive healing. In addition to many New Testament references for healing, there are plenty of Old Testament references, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to read the New Testament verses today. And I want you all to understand that this is something that Jesus practiced, and because Jesus practiced healing, we can partake in this. So let's understand what forgiveness is and what it isn't. Forgiveness, noun, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. 
forgive, to cease to feel resentment against an offender, to give up resentment or claim to requital, to grant relief from payment of, to grant forgiveness. Okay, so forgiveness, the definition of forgiveness is not healing. The definition of forgiveness is not releasing trauma. The definition of forgiveness is not forgetting. So let's just take those isms that we have all heard. Let's just literally, like, I'm, I want you guys to do this motion. I want you to take your hand and put it on the right side of your brain. And I want you to say those phrases out, out loud. <clears throat> they just need to be healed and move on. I want you to pinch your hands next to your temple and pull that train of thought out of your brain. Okay, each time you hear that phrase or you think yourself saying it, put your hand on your head and literally pull that train of thought out of your head. Remove that because that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness, by definition, is to cease to feel resentment against an offender, to give up resentment of, to give up resentment of or claim to requital, to grant relief from payment of or to grant forgiveness. Okay, so... If you've ever said, oh, well, they're going to pay, or you've had a bitter backbiting comment about someone or something, that identifies the absence of forgiveness. For Holding bitterness is the absence of unforgiveness. Um, when you participate in forgiveness, you cease to feel resentment against an offender. Forgiveness is releasing that person into peace where you no longer hold the burden of it in your, on your person, where you no longer feel the need to issue justice from your person. Justice and healing are Yahweh's job. Okay. So, bitterness identifies an absence of forgiveness. Um, let's talk about, let's give a biblical reference for this, for forgiveness. Luke 26, 28, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, for the forgiveness of many sins. Sin is a moral act against divine law, or in the New, in the Old Testament, that was the Torah. It's the first five books of the Bible. Anything that violates or dishonors your person is sin. Anything someone does to you that violates or dishonors you is sin. In the Old Testament, any sin that required a payment, any sin required a payment or penance, whether by exchange of land, servant, livestock, money, or blood sacrifice. Oftentimes, sin was viewed as the cause of diseases such as leprosy or epilepsy. Basically, if something was wrong with you, you were out of divine alignment and you had to pay your penance. So, um, leprosy was considered like the sinner's disease because you did something wrong, and now this is the vengeance that's held against you. So, in the Old Testament, if you were operating in sin, they would look for a physical manifestation of that. <clears throat> or, if you needed redemption from your sin, you could issue a sacrifice. Um, if you've read anything on Leviticus, Leviticus and Numbers, there's X number of sacrifices for X practice or for X grievance. Um so forgiveness was, there was a literal sacrifice required to get forgiveness for your sins. Um, okay, so um, because we 
are believers. We've all accepted Jesus. The blood of Jesus covers those sacrifices. So his forgiveness of us is our mandate to demonstrate forgiveness to others. So as believers, we are called, in fact, we're mandated to issue the same forgiveness Jesus gave us. And that is to release the burden or need to reckon need for recompense from what from one another in order to be satisfied or at peace. Jesus is peace. And when we practice forgiveness, we come back into alignment with Shalom. And Jesus says to do this many times. He doesn't say to do this many times so you can forgive at your trauma. He doesn't say to um, issue peace at many times so you can forget what happened. You issue forgiveness so you can be at peace and in alignment with Yahweh. So, how often and what does forgiveness look like? John twenty twenty three, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. This says the sins of any. So anytime a person offends you or does something out of alignment against you, whether they mean to or not, you are expected to forgive them. Anytime, every time. It is a choice. Just like you choose to love because love is a choice. You have to choose to exercise love to someone who is different than you. You have to choose to exercise forgiveness. You have to choose to say, I am not going to hold bitterness in my heart against this person. I'm going to choose not to seek vengeance or recompense from this person. Hi, babe chicks. If you are enjoying this content or want more in-depth content, please go visit the website, nicoleshenhouse.com. After the show, I would be so appreciative if you left a review on any of the listening platforms. Thanks for listening. This verse again. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. With that verse, forgiveness or the need for freedom in this area is withheld. So if you hold that person in judgment, resentment, or bondage, what you're doing is you're yoking yourself mentally to that person. Nobody wants to live that way. Forgive your accuser, forgive the person who hurt you, and release the judgment or resentment or bondage. Jesus doesn't hold them in bondage. Jesus doesn't hold them in resentment. Jesus doesn't hold them in contempt. He doesn't do that with us, and neither should we. We are called to demonstrate peace, and to do that, we have to issue forgiveness. Um, peace, shalom, is how it is one of the ways we are known that we walk with the Father, is that we are at peace, and we demonstrate peace to our neighbors. Okay, so we've identified what forgiveness is and how often to do it, and now we need to identify how to do it. Now, the how has many forms. Forgiveness can take a number of practices, and it can, honestly, depending on your situation, it can take a number of steps. Um, But the number one way I have found to issue forgiveness is audible confession. Audibly confessing forgiveness does not have to take place in the presence of the one who caused you harm. But I do promise speaking it out loud will help release the burden of it that you've been carrying in your mind. 
So oftentimes, if you're a believer, um, we, especially with given that the way salvation is taught is say this prayer in your heart or say this prayer, say this silent prayer. And that is a novel concept. But if we are going to engage the Father in a way that's intimate and meaningful, we have to communicate with Him in a way that is that we would communicate with our partner, with our friends, with our, like, you know, you call your best friend, you call your mom, you call your sister, you talk to at least one person every day. The Lord wants us to communicate in the same way. He wants us to release our true identity to Him. And just like we would do it with our friends, we can do it with our Savior. So, um, I, I'm going to make this simple. This is how I do it. Um, so I, and this, you can use this script. Okay. This is just a script. You say whatever you need to say about it. Um, so if you need feelings of security while you do this, meaning you're saying a prayer or you're saying this audible thing and it's not resonating and you need um, a physical touch to help you feel grounded. Place your left hand over your heart and your right hand on your forehead. That way you're addressing your heart and your mind as you speak this out loud. Physical touch to your own self can be healing. So um, here's the script and you guys make your own version. I, I, Nicole, forgive Let's say my sister, because sisters are always fighting. I, Nicole, forgive Natalie for not answering the phone. (laughs) And I I like to honor them and be at peace with them. And may the Lord bless them and offer them peace. Amen. So the script is, I, you say your name, forgive, forgive, you say their name, for, you list the grievance, And I like to honor them and be at peace with them. May the Lord bless them and offer them peace. Amen. And forgiveness is a way of releasing that person into shalom and surrendering your desire for vengeance to Yahweh. It is taking the burden of vengeance and replacing it with peace, which is the testimony of Jesus. It's simple. And you are responsible for from releasing them from your personal resentment, claim, or due payment for whatever the grievance is. That's it. Um, I was sexually abused by my stepdad for three years. Um, I did not have to have the forgiveness conversation with him. Forgiveness does not mean that I don't remember what he did to me. It does not mean that it erases or justifies what he did. It is literally just the release of resentment or claim or due payment for whatever that grievance is. And then Yahweh, in his time, dealt with that situation. Um, that's forgiveness. That is forgiveness in its entirety is to release personal resentment, claim, or due payment for a grievance. Um let's address the misguided churchianity sayings that are not biblical. Forgive and forget. They just need to forgive and move on. Um, you guys, nowhere is that listed in the Bible. Nowhere. (laughs) 
um, I've looked at a, a good number of translations. I stopped after seven. It's not in there. Um, this statement is dismissive. It exclude and it excludes the offended party from receiving shalom. So when you're saying to someone who's been in an abusive situation, you just need to forgive and forget. That dismisses the trauma that they've encountered, and what you're saying is that their pain isn't relevant to Yahweh. That's not biblical. It, it's not a biblical statement, and what you're doing is actually judging that person for not being where you are. Um, it's rejecting their progress of healing, and it's causing dishonor to their place of healing, um, and that is a sin. Forgiveness does not mean you let someone who continues to violate your boundaries or consciousness back into your life. It means that you no longer hold resentment towards them. That's it. You get to establish your boundaries. Boundaries are not the absence of forgiveness. Forgiveness is the release of resentment. And you get to decide what your boundaries are. You are designed to be... um, You are designed to desire safety and security. You are also designed to walk in freedom. The Lord has empowered you to have a sound mind. So after you've released this person from resentment and you no longer hold bitterness in your heart towards them, you get to decide how you interact with them. And if it's you don't interact with this person at all, then you don't interact with that person at all. If it's... um, If it's, okay, you can tolerate this person, but only under these circumstances, then you do that. You get to protect your peace because your peace is part of shalom and that's part of God inside of you. And you get to determine how that's protected. Um, (laughs) Oftentimes, um, you know, when you come to a place of peace or you want to establish a boundary, someone will say, Oh, well, you just haven't forgiven them or you're just hurt. Mm, No, I'm just not going to put myself in a position to continue being exposed to harm. And it is not biblical to continue to put yourself in a situation that violates your conscience. If our consciousness or our minds are to be that of Christ, we don't have to do what everyone else is doing or what everyone else wants us to be doing, even if it's good intentions. Do you guys really think that Jesus camped out at a family reunion he didn't want to be at? No. In fact, when he was 12, he did not go home. He stayed in the temple, albeit he was learning about his father's house, but he didn't go back home with his family. He stayed in the temple. If you don't want to go to a family reunion, you don't have to. If you don't want to go to a party or you don't want to go to some outing, you don't have to. You can go do something else. If you're conflicted between one thing or another, go the way of peace. Um, Jesus was, when the interesting thing about Jesus staying in the temple is he says, I am in my father's house. He didn't go anywhere or do anything that was outside of the will of God. And guess what? Yahweh's will for his beloved son looked much different than the practices of Judaism at the time. So here's why that's important. Jesus didn't do what other Jews were doing, and he was Jewish. He did what the Lord was equipping him to do. 
you guys, you are going to be called and your place of forgiveness and your place of peace might not look like what other believers are doing. And that's okay. Jesus didn't look like the rest of the people in his day. And it's okay if you don't look like what people are doing in yours. Um, it is okay. If it was okay for Jesus to skip going home, it is okay. It was, if it was okay for Jesus to eat on a Saturday, if it was okay for Jesus to flip a table over, guess what? It is okay for you to say no. It is okay for you to establish your boundaries. Establish your boundaries, issue forgiveness, and release the heaviness in your heart. Forgiveness, literally not listed anywhere, is not a means of releasing trauma. There are many ways and resources to deal with trauma, but forgiveness is not the solution. It is part of the solution, not the only solution. It is part of the solution. Jesus surrendered his life so we could be healed. Um, healing is a process and there are some kinetic metaphysic and theta things that we can do to speed it up but healing happens as things are revealed to us that are outside of alignment of our beloved identity and we are all learning what that looks like in some measure so where you are in your healing journey does not mean that is where someone else will be and someone else being not being where you are does not mean they haven't forgiven. That just means they haven't recovered from their trauma like you have. Forgiveness does not erase the harm that was caused to you. It doesn't. Please hear me when I say this. I am so sorry that you have experienced pain. Pain is part of the human condition, but it is not a part that can... It is, but it is a part that can be redeemed. Forgiveness is a step of redemption, but it isn't the final or the only step in redemption. Forgiveness is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's like love. You elect to assign your brain to extend this gift to someone. Moving forward, if someone tells you that you just need to forgive and move on, tell them that A, it's not biblical, and B, you're exercising your right to, to divine, you're exercising your divine right to boundaries. Walk in forgiveness. Walk in shalom. Walk in peace. Release that person from resentment. Issue them peace. Do it often and be healed. I'm going to link some resources for healing, forgiveness, and different therapies I've used to walk through some of life's sorrowful moments. Um... I want you guys to experience freedom of mind and body and the resources that I will link here can help you. You guys, I'm cheering for you. This isn't always easy. Forgiveness is not an easy practice, but it is biblical. And the more we practice it, the easier it will become. I hope this episode gives you guys some clarity for what forgiveness truly is and what forgiveness is not. This biblical mandate offers so much freedom because it offers freedom from resentment and the burden of keeping it close to your heart. All right, you guys, I love you. If you have any questions, please send me a direct message on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. I am cheering for you guys. I hope you'll have a great night.
Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site, nicoleshenhouse.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. As always, cheering for you 